Welcome to the Career Expresso podcast. I'm Amanda, career and leadership coach and founder of Amanda Owen Me and Consulting. It's my mission to help women navigate the workplace with clarity and confidence so they can get the careers they truly deserve. In each weekly episode, I'll be sharing actionable tools and strategies to help you be more successful and tackle some of those tough workplace topics. Whether you're early on in your career, returning from a break or stepping into your first leadership role, I'm here to help you take control of your career. Quite simply, it's work and careers done your way in the same time it takes to drink your morning coffee. Let's jump right in and get to work on the career you know you deserve. Welcome to episode 14 of Career Expresso. Are you someone who goes out of your way to be helpful at work? You always seem to be the one that says yes to that new project, even though you are already up to capacity. Do you find yourself agreeing with colleagues, even though deep down you hold a different and indeed a valid point of view? This week, I'll be supporting you to identify people-pleasing behaviours and develop strategies so you can become more confident and fulfilled at work. Whilst it's a wonderful thing to be able to work effectively with others, being too much of a people pleaser can diminish your own work, undermine your authority and indeed stunt your professional growth. Of course, doing good things for others isn't bad per se, but when this very act causes you to disregard your own feelings and take on more responsibility than you can comfortably manage, it becomes a problem. So what exactly is people pleasing? People-pleasing is a coping mechanism where the level of care you have for others has a negative impact on your own work and career, all in the name of external validation and acceptance. People-pleasers are often those colleagues who drop whatever they're doing, no matter what, to help. And then they need that reassurance that you're happy with the help that they've provided. They are eager to be liked and please others. But why do we people-please in the first place? People-pleasing often comes from a place of low self-esteem, low self-worth, fear of rejection or lapses in your confidence. These all feed into negative emotions, especially in the workplace, and even more so when you're maybe stepping up or stepping into a new role. You can wind up feeling like you're constantly risking disappointing others. Let's break down these causes a bit more. So, insecurity. People-pleasers really worry about what others think of them. And they think if they can try and go above and beyond all the time to please a person, they will be liked more. Low self-esteem. So thanks to a lack of self-confidence, people pleasers often work to get that external validation. They want to feel accepted and good enough in the eyes of others in order to feel good about themselves. Perfectionism. People pleasers also have a need for control and for things to feel just right. So they've got to be perfect. They will work to make a situation perfect instead of just good enough. Fear of rejection. People pleasers want to be liked by absolutely everybody. And if they aren't, they worry they'll be rejected or shunned. So how do I know if I'm a people pleaser? Learn to spot the signs. See if you can recognize any of these in yourself. So one, you apologize way too much. Apologies are great when you're truly sorry or when you've got something to be sorry for. So you've made a mistake, something's gone wrong and you need to apologize. But if you find your apologies are there when you speak up or when you need to raise an opposing point of view, it could be a problem. So two, you struggle to accept credit or praise when it's given. 
Have you ever shaken off praise by saying something like, well, the whole team helps, so it's almost like you explain away the victory rather than accepting it and celebrating your win. Three, you take blame when it isn't yours to take. Does confrontation make you uneasy? Does it feel much simpler to take the blame for someone else's mistakes just to calm things down? Whilst it might feel easier in the short term, it only serves to create longer term problems. Four, you always say yes. Do you find yourself being that one who stays after work hours, doing extra overtime, picking up things that are technically not yours? Do you find that work often gets passed on to you? Since you don't like to say no, it keeps on happening time after time and you're starting to feel overwhelmed with the load. Five, you're constantly burdened by everyone else's feelings. People pleasers can experience that empathy overload. So whilst empathy is crucial in the workplace, you need to know when someone else's mood has absolutely nothing to do with you. And six, you avoid any or all conflict. Whilst nobody relishes conflict, there can come a point where you actively avoid it and it starts to do more harm than good. You might hold the key to a solution, but you'd much rather stay on the sidelines than risk causing a scene. The reality is that you can't possibly expect to be all things to everyone. And the cost of people pleasing at work can be a high one to pay with frustrations, resentment and burnout as possible outcomes. Part of taking ownership for your career development is working on being less of a people pleaser so you can be more confident and more fulfilled in yourself. Let's jump into some strategies to turn down the volume on that people pleasing. See it to change it. Awareness is the first step here. Start by tracking how often you say yes to things. When it happens next, stop and write it down. Then in another column, describe how you feel in those moments and then start to look for patterns. Is it certain people you struggle to say no to? Reflect on what you could have done differently if the situation happens again so you're better prepared for it in future. Practice saying no. People please the struggle to say no. But as with most things in life, the more you work that muscle, the stronger it will get. And think of how you would do this if you wanted to go about lifting a heavy weight. You'd start small and work your way up. Learning to say no is not dissimilar. Start by pushing back in small, easy ways. Maybe doing it over text or Teams chat. Practice some stock responses that you can draw upon. For example, if you know you're not really the right person to take on a project and somebody asks you, you could say, that sounds really interesting. I know there is someone who would be a much better fit for that than me. Progress over perfection. Don't feel you need to make huge changes overnight. Start with smaller goals that you can stack upon each other. So one goal leads to another goal leads to the big goal. One goal could be to turn down one extra project that you're offered every month. Another could be to ask one question in a meeting when you'd like to explore a different viewpoint. Substitute negative self-talk. It can feel strange at first, but with practice, positive mantras can manage stress, boost confidence and increase your productivity. For example, even if I say no, it's not my fault if someone else is displeased or I am not responsible for the feelings of anyone else except myself. Don't make excuses. When you say no, try not to make excuses for why you don't want to do something. One, you could still end up being dumped with the task and you often don't need to give a really detailed explanation of why something is a no. It's often enough to give a polite, firm response. 
Seek that supportive mentor. Seeking out a supportive friend, colleague, mentor or coach can be invaluable here. Explain how you want to change your habits and describe specific skills that you want to work on. Then develop an action plan and consider how you will hold yourself accountable for delivering on it. Be true to yourself. Don't agree to do something that conflicts with your priorities or makes you feel uncomfortable just to please someone else. Know what is right for you and stick with it. By taking this approach, colleagues will have increased respect for you in that long term, which is what you're looking for. Being a people pleaser at work is a hard habit to break, but know that with time and effort, you can make the change. Use some of the strategies covered in today's episode to make small and consistent steps towards setting, communicating and maintaining healthy boundaries at work. You don't have the power to please everyone, but you do have the power to please yourself and take care of your career development in the process. I'd like to leave you with this week's career coaching question. People pleasing can leave you worrying about everyone else first rather than staying focused on you and your career priorities. Putting yourself first can feel awkward and wrong at first, but like training that new muscle, we need to go through some initial discomfort to get to a place of increased strength. Next time you find yourself in a scenario where your inner people pleaser is edging towards saying that yes, focus on becoming thoughtfully selfish. I'd like to invite you to ask yourself, how will I feel if I say yes to this? Followed by, how will I feel if I say no to this? Instead of making decisions based on how others will perceive you, this reflection can help you pause and replace fear with freedom. I'd love to know how you get on. And if you want to use August to learn some new skills to support your own development, take a look at my free career summer school. 30 minutes every week with 16 lessons that will change the way you think about your development. I'll pop a link to the sign up in the show notes. That's everything for today's episode. And thanks for listening to Career Expresso. Thanks for listening to the Career Expresso podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps my show to grow, not to mention giving feedback to make future episodes more useful to you. And don't forget to share the show details with your friends and colleagues. As ever, you can reach me on Instagram, LinkedIn, by email, and at amandaroemian.com. All of the details are in the show notes. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway has been from today's episode too. And if you want to take control of your career, and maybe you're not sure how to get started, why not subscribe to my weekly Work Your Way newsletter? It lands in your inbox every Thursday lunchtime and shares careers and workplace tips that you can implement with ease. It's also the place where I preview new learnings, resources, and everything that will help you get your career back on track. Find the sign-up link in the show notes too. See you next week for a new episode of Career Expresso. Bye for now. A new episode of Career Expresso. Bye for now.